Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful uh, The Arsenio ZSL Podcast. And today is another special one in regards to the Business English Podcast. Gosh, for some reason, it's just so hard for me to just break the cycle of laziness and do these. Although I know you guys are absolutely loving it and I appreciate it so much. Big shout out to so many. Uh, my uh, There's someone in Gabon that's listening to me on a consistent basis as well as Hong Kong and Boy, I swear, I got so many different, like, you know, different countries and so many different cities that listen to me now. It's just so incredible. So just want to give a big special shout out to everyone. And today is about the good stuff. It's about the out and about is what I'm going to claim it. Now, when going on a business trip, I do not know that a lot of you are in business, nor do you go on business trip. I actually did this lesson with uh, Greenpeace Foundation. You guys haven't heard the the but what is it the podcast just yet because i got incredibly lazy over the weekend but i did this with them and it's it's incredible because uh some rudy one of my students she uh what is it i found out that she was in lao and i was like what the hell is she doing out there and then i had a few other students who just came back from indonesia so these are business travelers Right. These are folks that actually go and they, they do a lot of humanitarian work and stuff like that. And it's just incredible to hear what they normally do. Now, the last time I actually traveled extensively in regards to business was 2018 when I didn't have a visa out here in Thailand. So I was getting rid of the last very bad job that I've mentioned so many different times on so many different occasions. And when I ended up leaving this job, you know, Americans, we only get a 30 day visa. And so there are a number of different things that you could have done back then. I don't do that anymore, obviously. I've been on a, what is it, a one-year, what is it, a non-B working visa uh, year after year. And so I don't think I don't have to worry about that anymore, especially during COVID. I would have been fucked beyond fucked. But back then, I'm like, okay, well, I have to leave the country every 30 days. Now, normally when I leave the country come back, I can get it extended for 30 days. But depending on, let's just say, the bitch – <laughs> at immigration that try you know that extends it there's one lady that just denied everyone she was actually one of the the worst individual i've ever met in my life like seriously i've never felt the amount of animosity from someone that i felt from her uh even considering the high school in the neighborhood i was from and being robbed Okay, when I was living in that egregious neighborhood, I've never, even from the robbers, they were nicer than that lady. <laughs> okay, and so nonetheless, in regards to having to leave the country, come back, I would always have to pack a very light luggage because this would be like one day trips. Okay, so I would land in Laos, which is the country north of Thailand. I would go to Singapore. I remember we in this uh, immigration office at Singapore, we ended up striking up a conversation and he's like, oh, you're only here for a day? I'm like, yeah, I'm actually, I need to get this 30-day visa to go back into Thailand to blah, 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 blah. We just ended up talking about a lot of different things. Did it in Malaysia. I didn't do it in Vietnam because Vietnam, I would like to, I would have liked to stay there a little bit longer, not just one day. And so I would just like do, you know, border runs, I just hated doing. I hated doing border runs. I was like, I would like to fly into the airport. And the two best places to go to was obviously Malaysia. Although having to buy a very expensive plane, you know, train ticket into the city was always a little bit of a bore. But Singapore was always the awesome place to go, you know. And so 
Nonetheless, I would always have to pack light. Would I have to make sure I had my chargers. I would need my documents, my passport, this, that. I would never check in a uh, check in a luggage either. Sometimes I would fly Bangkok Airways, which was always incredible because everybody's well dressed on there. And then I would fly Air Asia because it was a cheaper flight to go to, you know, Singapore. Although I would fly Scoop more often than not. But those were the good times. And so what I would want to ask you is like, what are the essentials for you traveling? Right? Is it a good book? Obviously, we have ebooks now, you know, stuff like that. Me, I'm a listener. I'm not a reader so much anymore that I used to be, you know, between 2016 and 2019. I listen a lot. Okay. And so, um, what is it? A, a hairdryer, air pillow, you know, in America, you always see those very, I like to call them sabai travelers, the very relaxed travelers, you know, uh, and they always have those neck pillows and they just walk around the airport with them on, you know, and so other people, obviously your chargers, your adapters, a travel alarm, nobody has any travel alarm anymore. We just use our phones, you know, an iPad, basically that, right? And so what I have here, I have a couple of questions. And this is one question that I actually asked one of my students, Pauline, yesterday. And I said, do you tend to travel light or do you like to bring everything except the kitchen sink? And Isa, one of the other students, she's like upper intermediate. And she's like, oh, my God, you bring the kitchen sink, too. Apparently, Pauline, when she goes to Indonesia, she brings the house. And there was another girl who I was teaching. I was I hoped that she was in the class, but she's pretty much like an advanced speaker. And she's not in the class. Her name was Kim, but she was a feisty one. I remember I asked her about work. I was like, how's work? I don't want to talk about work. I said, what? Are you American? <laughs> oh, God. I, make my, I cracked myself up. Uh, but yeah, so Pauline, she brings everything. And she was taking everything off. And she's like, oh, I bring this and I bring that. And I was just looking at her. I was like, you are a female. So no judgment. <laughs> now my wife she packs very well and the thing is she wears dresses where this isn't a jean culture american cultures is jeans culture right people love to wear jeans out there the last time i had worn jeans man i had to be anywhere between 2014 and maybe 2017 i would like wear jeans and a blazer but then the jeans never really fit me anymore and to be honest with you they made me feel so uncomfortable you know, and I had them for, I don't even know when I got them, 2012, 2011, I have no idea. So me, I'm not a jeans person anymore. I do not wear jeans. To be honest with you, I'm an Under Armour short wearer, an Under Armour shirt wearer, okay? I get all my uh, all my shirts tailor-made. So when I go to work, I have tailor-made shirts and tailor-made pants. Uh, when, you know, there are times that I dress down, that's why I ended up buying a couple of GQ short sleeve collared shirts, um, and you know, I still wear some very comfortable pants along with them, you know, because that's just how I like to feel. But Thailand's fucking hot people. I'm not wearing pants if I don't need to wear pants. Okay. It's just chaos out here. Okay. I like to be free. Okay. Yeah, hell, I mean, 90% of the time I don't even wear underwear. Apparently that's against the law, but everyone does everything against the law and they get praised for it. So nonetheless, there goes that question. B, have you ever had any bad experiences with lost luggage? or hotel laundry. Now, like me, I'm a person where when I first came to Thailand, you know, my job only paid me $600. And a lot of you are like, hey, that's pretty good here in Thailand. Oh my God, I had free rent and everything. But at the same time, man, I had to pay like almost a hundred of those dollars for the little moped that I had. And I couldn't really do any traveling. 
I couldn't do anything. You know, I didn't have the skills to make more, although I was asked to, you know, actually get more money and then all that other good stuff, which is fantastic. It's called son piset, son piset, meaning private class. That's when I started realizing like, Ooh, I could make me a little bit more money on top of what I'm making. And so that's when the whole entrepreneurial journey began, you know, but nonetheless, um, when I was working out there, I didn't have much. So when I came here to Bangkok, shit, I already had to pay about $6 to take a van to Bangkok from where I was at the time. And then I would stay in hotels that were basically like 20 to $30, uh, to be honest with you, I started dreaming big and I'm like, man, I would love to go to Bangkok one time and, you know, stay in a hotel that's like a hundred dollars. Now it's kind of like, oh, well, that's not much. You know, me, I stay in hotels right now 250 to like 300 because I'm like, oh, I'm a five-star type of guy. I want soundproof rooms. That's all I give a damn about. I don't care about decor. I'm not one of those people who look at all the bad in life i'm a person that says hey listen comfortability soundproof rooms i don't want to hear shit okay um so with that being said you know bad experiences and the bad experiences with lost luggage going back to that i only have one they found it a week later apparently went to chicago fucking idiots but man i could not believe it I remember I met two awesome people on the plane. I got there at the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt stopped. And I said, where is my baggage? 2016, December, after I came back from Thanksgiving. And I'm just like, yo, what is going, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, sir. Uh, you know, um, yeah, you know, we'll give you a voucher. You know, but we'll give you a $100 voucher. To be honest with you, if I knew what I knew now, I'd be like, no, I would take a $2,000 voucher. You know, and there's no way they can deny you either, you know? And so I'm like, hey, I got like literally no clothes. It was just insane, people. Let's just put it that way. So uh, luckily I got all my clothes back. But since then, I've all, I had always been scared when I traveled, especially in America. Here in Thailand, I'm never scared because I know it's very easy for them to go from here to there. However, my other students who I taught just recently they said, uh, what is it? Thai Airways. Yeah, Thai Airways. This is the dumpster of an airline. They like to claim themselves to be very big because it's owned by some of the shadiest individuals in this country. But at the same time, they lost luggage. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm sorry. If you claim you're, if you're the self-proclaimed five-star airline and you give yourself a top 10 in the world rating, you got to be better than that. And I understand. But listen, it ain't that hard. This is going to Tokyo Narita, okay? How do you fuck that up? That's N-R-T. How do you send it somewhere else? Luckily, they didn't lose it in its entirely entirety uh, with one of my students. Her name's Nam Phon. Uh, In America, when this loss is loss, okay? I'm surprised I even got my clothes back. And so what I normally do on carry-on luggages, I always pack extra clothes. I do not fuck around. <laughs> I'm always scared. I'm like, okay, let me just put a little, let me put half and half. You know, so got to make sure that happens. Now, I never get nervous, not anymore, but I could tell you one thing right here. When I left America, I believe, no, 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 no. When I went back to America in 2017 and I came back and I had to fly Phoenix via LA, that's the only time that people could fuck things up. And so me, I'm just praying and I'm seeing everyone standing there and everyone was like jumping up in the sky when they saw their luggage. I'm like, man, this just seems like this is fucking chaos. I look over to my right. Somebody with a hooded sweatshirt goes over to this lady. 
and the lady gives him a ticket and then he hurries up and just like snatches it out of her hand and he walks into the office packed with about 100 200 other people who had lost luggage and i'm like holy fuck and i'm just like no 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 then i stop with my luggage i was so happy my goodness gracious the idiom for that is over the moon i was happy as fuck is the best way to put it Oh my God, man. Welcome to America. America brings that, 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 that anguish, that, that, who man, that anxiety of potentially having lost luggage. And so there it is. Uh, so here we go. Here goes another one. Do you dress for comfort or to impress? I'm a person where if I'm flying on Air Asia, the airline that obviously my wife works for, uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are just times where I throw on a shirt, some shorts. She's like, why are you wearing a blue shirt, green shorts, and red shoes? I said, primary colors, baby. I don't understand, man. I don't know why y'all asking me these crazy ass questions. Okay, I got primary colors on today. I don't even know if those are primary colors. I haven't taken art since like 98. Um, And so, man, she would tell me that. And I'm just like, yo, I, I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, married. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you, 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 you. <laughs> I don't care about anyone. I'm sorry. And listen, I've been living in Thailand for 10 years. I used to wear suits and Thai women would still give me disgusting looks. This was back in 2013, 14, 15, 16. Obviously, because I didn't have that self-confidence within myself. So I blame no one, okay? I blame me because they literally snatched it away. I allowed them to take away my dignity, you know? But I got it back. And then I realized, I'm like, man, I'll wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. I ain't trying to buy nothing expensive. I'm, try I'm trying to buy things that are comfortable. Okay, that's all I care about. Is someone going to come up to me and give me money based on what I wore? Hell no. Am I going to get a job position based on what I wear? No, it's based on skin out here in Thailand. It's based on blue eyes or black eyes. It's based on black hair or blonde hair. Okay, and so me, I do not give a damn about that anymore. Obviously, with the wedding, whew, man, that was a hefty investment with that suit and everything. And I'm like, boy, I'm going to wear the hell out of this way after this. But nonetheless... Going to Singapore Airlines, would I just wear the basics? Absolutely not. I told my students this just yesterday. They were like, me too. When I fly those better airlines, I dress better. I am not going to get on Cafe Pacific or Eva looking like eight cans of shark shit. Okay. Air Asia, yes. Because you go on there, people look like, and no, I'm not fitting in with the crowd. It's just, I don't really care. But when I go to Suwanapum, the main airport out here, and I'm flying Singapore Airlines? Oh, you bet your ass. And again, if I'm going to Japan, listen, if I'm in Japan, if you were to say, Arsenio, if you're in Japan, it's cold. Best believe I'm going to look motherfucking dandy. I'm going to look real fucking good. Am I trying to impress anyone? No. It's, I got to protect myself from the cold, number one. But number two, I'm in Japan. You think I'm going to walk up? Listen, I was in Japan. I did a layover in Japan back in 2012. I was showing my feet and everything. I had sandals and some bullshit-ass white shorts without a brand on it. I had a Yank t-shirt in regards to USA soccer. Oh, my God. If you did not know I was American, I had the fucking shirt that had Uncle Sam on my fucking shirt. And all the Japanese people and the Japanese women, they were looking at me in curiosity. But at the same time, I was embarrassed by myself. I said, Arsenio, you came to this country 
looking like this. And I understand. Yes, I get it. You flew from Thailand. You had to sleep at the airport and all that. You did. You chose a bad flight. This is your first time there. I get it. I get it. But come on, man. You should have. Lord, you look like eight. You look like H. And you look like eight cans of shark shit. Okay. And so I had to learn. And so when I fly and when I flew to America, you know, through Singapore and then flying back through LA, did I just to impress you? Most definitely right. It was still comfortable. You just got to have the right things to wear. Other people, like a lot of Americans, they just throw on some shorts, like women, you know, basketball players, they just throw on shit. Uh, they just look like whatever they look like. But you don't see those same people traveling to Europe or different places in South America. Nor would you see those types of people on the more reputable airlines. Nor would you see those types of folks wearing what I would wear essentially on Air Asia in a business class flight flying Singapore, Eva, or Cathay. Does that make sense? <sighs> so with that being said, if I go to Singapore, I'm dressing nice. Yes, there are times I'm going to come out the, you know, the hotel and I just don't care. And to be honest with you, I just don't care now. But if I get on that train out there in Singapore, I'm not going to look like eight cans of shark shit. When I was in Hong Kong, man, it was hot as shit out there. Didn't care. Uh, in Japan, I'm going to dress nice all the time. Why? Because, man, that's a society where people dress very nicely. It is. So I got I to gotta stick in with society. Now, out here in Thailand, oh, people dress nice out here. Fuck everyone out here. I don't care about nobody out here. I'm talking about Japan, South Korea. I don't know. Never been there. There it is. Big shout out to my South Koreans. Love y'all. So with that being said, let's go into the next one. This is a very, very long podcast. Oh, my God. What's the best way that you avoid unwanted conversations with strangers? Isa, one of my students, Upper Intermediate, teach them on Tuesday and Thursday, the company that I teach online. Uh, she told me that she was in Spain. And women were following her friend, who was Filipino, and another American, Asian-American. And they were being followed. And then the way that she broke up this unwanted conversation was by speaking Thai to the woman. Katona meaning, I'm sorry, we don't want your roses, this and that. And I'm just like, that's good. That's real good. So to speak Thai and to act stupid, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's very, very easy, you know? And so here in Thailand, I could even speak Thai and people would just say, no, no. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. And I was speaking Thai to him. I'm like, no, no, what? Didn't even ask you a damn question yet, you dumbass. Uh, but in other parts, you know what I love about Japan? I remember I left my ticket in a machine at the airport and I told the lady and she didn't understand, but then she ran. I was like, oh my God, where's she running? Do I chase her? So I tried keeping up, and she was just in a full stride. I said, man, she is gone. I said, where is she running? Are you scared of me? Oh, my God, I'm barely black. I'm like, brown. What's going on here? But she opened up the ticket. She gave it back to me out of breath. And I said, that is the sweetest thing anyone has ever done for me. Bravo to that. See, the, 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 the generosity from the Japanese, man, substantially amazing. I remember I was in a Hong Kong. <laughs> I was in Hong Kong, and I asked this lady. She's like, go over there, go over there. I said, oh, Lord. I'm telling you, just different countries, different folks. You know what I mean? Different countries, different folks. But at the same time, remember my consciousness level. When I went to Japan, I was a very open-minded individual. When I went to Hong Kong, it was like, oh, all Asians hate Blacks. You know what I mean? So that's why I attracted 
the egregious individuals and the horrific immigration, the most racist immigration officers in the, oh, oh, black man, where you come from? You got drug on you, black man? I said, holy fuck, man. So depending on your mindset, these are the different types of folks that you attract. So big shout out to my folks in Japan, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's keep it going. It is important to allow yourself some free time on business trips. Yes, we can all agree to that. And the last question have you ever lost something valuable on your journey? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a very good one. Um, I never lost an iPad, never lost a phone. Uh, man, oh, to be honest with you, there have been times where I could have lost something, but I never have. Uh, I did forget a pillow, but we got that pillow back. That was funny. We brought a pillow all the way. Uh, we, we put it in our luggage, and I forgot it at one of the hotels that we were staying at during the wedding. And then I got blamed, but luckily the hotel gave it to the people who were driving back because it was in her uh, her hometown and stuff like that. So that was all good. But to be honest with you, I never lost a wallet. I never lost headphones uh nothing like that there have been times that i left things and normally this is just my shades and umbrellas that's the only shit i lose i always lose shades and i always lose umbrellas they hate me i swear i, I don't know what's going on but that that's just chaos but man i've always stressed that someday i would end up losing my passport and stuff like that but phone headphones wallet macbook passport work permit those are the absolute essentials and i don't give a shit oh i did forget uh, a shirt at centara grand out there in patea that was fucked up i got that shirt that was a beautiful shirt my wife gave me that shirt for the engagement and everything at the time and i just i somehow i forgot it man and it feels like everything else just just man it just sucks so that sucked i don't know how the hell that happened but it happened but nonetheless, again, giving you guys some vocabulary terms, a bit paranoid when I travel out here in Thailand, I'm a little bit paranoid about how racist uh, the immigration officers will be. Uh, fussy immigration officers, Thailand, very fussy. You know, they like to look through each page of my passport. And I say, hey, bitch, you better speed this shit up and take that. You, If you want to be racist, be racist elsewhere, you fucking old head. Because I just, I have zero tolerance for that. But I haven't traveled outside of Thailand in four years. So I don't really give a damn. Plus, I have a visa and work permit. And I give these folks a grace period. And I go to the younger gentlemen. I never go to old people because I know they're shit. Out here in this country, old people are fucking racist as hell. And I never go to Thai women. Thai women, like I've said for so many years, automatically assume black is bad. So if I go to them, they look at me and they look at every page of my passport and I do not tolerate that shit anymore. I will blow up on a bitch like, hey, <laughs> and boy, they can't do a goddamn thing about it, bitch. Yes. Uh-huh. America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That passport where I'm from is a very, very powerful, bitch. Don't play with me. And she's like, oh, no, you black. You black. America white. That's the type of dumb shit I got to go through out here. Over-serious, sociable, anti-social. People who don't like speaking. Gloomy. Nah. Practical, well-organized, bitter. People who are hateful. I think, oh, man, if I can com if I can compare America with the social media platform, I would, com I would say that America is Twitter. Because the amount of hate, I don't know what happened to that country, man. And I can't say my country because I can't claim it anymore. The only thing American about me is my passport. 
I don't know what happened to that country, man. And big shout out to all my folks in America who actually listen to my podcast. I I admire your bravery for living out there. I just, I don't know. It feels like you could be walking down the street and then next thing you know, people try mugging you or just screaming at you and want to kill you. I don't know. That's the way I look at America as. It's kind of crazy. I know, kind of weird, right? Lonely, private, witty. Those are people who are very smart. Go to England. You got a lot of those folks. As a matter of fact, Kim, the girl that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, she is very witty. I mean, the thing is, with Thai women who speak very good English, they have a tendency of being very sarcastic and witty. So, yeah, I've met a lot of Thai women who are just very obnoxiously in your face rude. And they look down on you or they say things that are just like, excuse you. I remember one girl when I met her the first time, probably about seven, eight years ago, she said that my hair was agonizingly short. I was like, is she stating the obvious? How do you use agonizingly short? That's what is, yeah, just just blatantly ignorant as fuck. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, uh, with that being said, you got sarcastic people, which is almost the same thing as witty, dull, and outgoing as myself. With that being said, people, thanks so much for tuning in to another Business English But We got a lot of things we're going to be diving into throughout this little segment. So, wow, there goes a 30-minute podcast, and stay tuned for more, baby. Oh, right out.